Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. I interviewed Caroline Partridge, who is an author, speaker, business mentor, and hypnotherapist who works with entrepreneurs to create powerful messaging to sell their programs and fulfill their soul-led missions. Caroline is a graduate of Evolve and Relaunch. She studied NLP with me and hypnotherapy with Paul, and she also went through my Birth Your Book course last year and is the author of Align Your Way, Creating Your Version of Success as a Business Mama from the inside out. Caroline really highlights some very important points in this conversation today about letting go of our busy badge of honor and giving ourselves space and time to really be able to set boundaries and to create the life and business in the structured way that we want to. This is such an important conversation and I absolutely loved talking with Caroline about her views on all things productivity and self-worth and how we often attach our value to how much we achieve and what if we actually started to do less and be more. Sit back and enjoy this conversation and I encourage you to reach out to Caroline and get a copy of her book, Align Your Way. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10 minute tips and 30 minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, I'm so excited to be chatting with my beautiful guest this week on Relaunch My Life Radio, Caroline Partridge. How are you today? I'm amazing. Thanks, Juliet. And thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm super excited to chat with you and share who you are and what you're doing with this world because you are a woman who has relaunched her life many times and we're (laughs) going to dive into that. And you're also creating your dream life, your dream job, and you are just a trailblazer in terms of inspiring people to do the same and get unstuck and get more visible out there in what they're doing in their businesses. So for our listeners who haven't met you before, can you just let them know a little bit about what you do and who you are? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like you encompass quite a bit of it there. But yeah, basically, I'm a business mentor, hypnotherapist. I've studied uh, hypnotherapy with Paul and NLP Prac with Juliet. And in my business, I basically help um, entrepreneurs to be visible and to have consistent and coherent, cohesive messaging that they share with the world so that they can ultimately do whatever it is they feel like they were put here to do. So I basically say to people that we come with a mission, we come with something that we want to uh, achieve, something that we want to help people with. And so my role is to really support those helpers to get out there and find those people that desperately need what it is that we do and make sure that they know who we are and how we can help them so that we can go ahead and actually help them. Yeah, that's such important work. And you have definitely been one to really step into your mission. And I know, you know, when we met, when you studied NLP 
a little while ago, it was last August, I think, so a year and a bit ago now, you were making that transition out of your regular paying job and into your full-time mission. So can you talk a little bit about that relaunch and how that transition was for you? Yeah, so such a pivotal time that that uh that NLP it couldn't have come at a better time so basically uh very long story very very short um I had separated from my husband in 2016 was a single mom to my two girls for a while had repartnered and all that time I had worked in healthcare I'd worked shift work I'd worked huge amounts of overtime and I began in 2017 to build a bit of a a business on the side, something that was a real passion project. And the more time I spent working in the business, the more I realized that maybe I didn't want to stay in healthcare long-term. But I just didn't feel like I could leap out of the security that I perceived my job to be. And so interestingly enough, in 2019, that perceived security disappeared. And I basically spent six months flat on my back, had major surgery on my leg and realized that whilst the job would always be there, I might not be there to do the job. And so I really had to rethink my priorities. And so I started my business now and uh, began coaching and strategizing and working with other moms who were basically building businesses online. And so over, you know, a few months dealing with the health issues, dealing with trying to get back to work, also building the business, uh, in 2020, I decided that I was ready to make the leap and move out of, you know, my 15-year healthcare career and into being a coach full-time. And so when I met you, Juliet, I literally that very week had a meeting with um, some of the big bosses in my organisation to basically organise my exit. And so I did make my exit at the end of last year. Um, And so I've been, it's been 14 months now since I have walked into a J-O-B and it has been such a wild ride um, really stepping into that entrepreneurial space and having to change my mindset and change the way that I looked at things, the way that I looked at money, the way I organized my time, um, the way that I set goals and showed up for myself. So It really has been a massive relaunch. It has changed uh, my relationship. It's changed my parenting. It's just basically changed my entire life. And I feel so, so lucky every day that I get to show up and do what I now know is absolutely my soul's mission. And um, yeah, it's it's been quite the amazing journey. Well, I think there is about 10 different questions that I'd love to ask you off all of that. But I want to come back to the fact that there are a lot of people who know that they want to be doing something different, but they don't yet know what that is. So they can't Mm. sort of take the leap, Mm. but they know that they don't want to work in a job and they want to build their own thing. What would your advice be to someone that knows that they want to make a change and they want to shift out of what they're doing, but they haven't yet figured out all the puzzle pieces. I think some people are waiting until the mm. puzzle is all together before they take the leap. But what is, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I love this question. So I guess I just have to preface this by saying like I'm yet to find all of my puzzle pieces, much less 
put them together. Uh, can I just uh, say me too? Can yes. I just say me too? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I feel like this is kind of a bit of a broken strategy. Um, it's a bit, a bit of backwards thinking really, because the way that I have really come to understand that this works is that this is just a journey and you only actually have to take one step to move forward on that journey. And as we take each step, we unlock new levels of understanding of the world around us and what is possible. So if I had gone back, say, 18 months now, and and I told myself that I would have the life that I have right now, that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now, that I'd be talking to Juliet on, you know, for the podcast, then my that current model of reality 18 months ago would have said, I don't think so. Like, I can't see all the way to get there. I can't see all the steps on that staircase to get there. But the reality is I did get there. So we don't need to know the whole way to get there. We really do only need to take one step. And every time you take one step, you open up that next level of awareness of what's around you. And I know that we want the plan. I know that we want someone to swoop in and say, okay, just do A, B, C, D, E, and F, and you'll have replaced your income and your business will be successful and everything will be amazing. But the reality is that nobody else can give you that because they're not you and they don't need to be running their business the way that you do to honor your energy and the way you want to show up in the world and your mission for the world. So don't get stuck in that backwards thinking of thinking that you have to have everything together before you take the leap, because it's actually in taking the leap that you get the awareness of what those next steps are. And I'm not saying to just quit your job tomorrow with no plan um, at all. That's not what I'm saying. But this idea that we have all the pieces and we create the puzzle and then it's there and we just follow the puzzle to get to wherever we want to go it just isn't the reality of how things are. And sometimes we do have to have that courageous leap, that that moment where we say, okay, am I happy with what I have? No, I want to make a change and be committed to the change more than we are committed to the fear that's keeping us stuck where we are. Definitely. It reminds me of that Martin Luther King quote that faith is taking the first step, even if you don't see the entire staircase. Mm. I think that's so important in business and that's you know obviously we also run like our business lab mentorship over the whole course of the year and the reason it's called lab is like having a business is experimenting and just getting yes. tons of feedback and one of obviously you remember one of the NLP presuppositions there's no failure only feedback and I think when you're so passionate about what you do you know that there's kind of no plan b and um mm. and yeah it's going to look differently for everyone and if someone says this is exactly how to make it work then that's that's something i think to be a little bit concerned about yes. but one thing that you talked about was how moving out of having a job into now this entrepreneurial space where you're really designing the life that is aligned for you and we're going to talk a bit about your book as well in a moment but one of the things that you said it shifted was how you handle your time and how you manage your time. And I want to dive into that because I think for a lot of people, there's this notion of, oh, well, I'll have so much freedom when I work for myself, but that can also be a challenge. Like you need to have Mm. that structure and that freedom to be able to really have your flow. So can you talk a bit about how you've had to sort of rethink about time now and how you manage your time having your own business and family? Yeah, absolutely. I came to a really interesting point with this about, it was about a month after I finished up 
working. So I'd been, you know, four weeks or so working for myself. And basically, I'd been really busy for those four weeks, I kept myself super busy. And I was filling all my time with all the things and basically had just replaced business related work for all the hours that I was doing previously in my job. And um, what I I knew was I wanted to, I wanted more clients. I wanted more clients. Uh, and I had this moment, this realization where I was like, well, I'm asking for more clients. Like I'm setting an intention for more clients, but I'm also spending every day telling people how busy I am. And I realized that one, I was telling people I was busy because I felt like I had to be busy, like I had to look busy. It was kind of a badge of honor. And I talk about this in, in my book and I talk about it in relation to motherhood as well, is, is, you know, this being busy is like what we're supposed to be. That's amazing. But then on the flip side, I realized that if I was telling everybody that I was busy whilst also setting an intention for more clients, there was a complete mismatch there. And there was no way that more clients were going to come into my atmosphere if I didn't even have the room to service those clients because I was so busy. (laughs) So I really had to come to this realization with time that I did need to set myself some boundaries around my time that just because I was working from home didn't mean I needed to work every second. Um, And I really had to come up with some structures and strategies for the different things that I needed to get done each week. Uh, I also discovered that that I really needed to have boundaries around my calendar. So I, I had this tendency to just open my calendar 10 hours a day and let people just book in whenever. And I remember someone saying to me, what about if you just had your calendar open just a couple of days a week? And I was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, what about all the people that can't do that day? And they were like, well, they'll figure it out or they'll contact you. But, yeah, so I really had this this push-pull with time. And then then I got myself into a situation where, you know, everything was highly scheduled and I didn't feel like I sort of had the freedom and creativity. So it's been a real journey of kind of figuring out how much to have scheduled and how much to have that flow and creativity available as well. And so it has been, it's been a bit of a juggle and it's an ongoing thing. And I go through um, periods where I do things one particular way and it works great. And then I decide, oh, I might make a little bit of a change. And so I make a bit of a change to how I'm doing it. So it's really a lot of it has been around honoring my own energy and my own, you know, flow of energy, whether that's, you know, throughout the month, whether that's what's happening with moon cycles, whether that's what's happening with kids cycles, you know, and just really, that that was the thing. Like I did this because I wanted the flexibility. I wanted the freedom. I wanted to be able to show up for my family. And so it's been really important to just continue to recalibrate that as the different sort of stages and seasons happen rather than basically ending up with a structure that appears to be not very different to a job. Definitely. And I think that often in that transition from having a job to having your own business, there can be a little bit of a a rejection of structure because Mm. often jobs have been so structured and you've been forced to do things you didn't want to do for so long that I think 
in a lot of people and what I notice in a lot of coaches who start their own business, there's almost this like, oh, I'm free and like rejection of all of that structure and everything. And then you realize that there's actually freedom within structure and and it's about finding what works for you and not having all one or all the other. So yeah, I think that's yeah. uh, that's definitely important. And I love what you talk about and I want to transition into talking about your book as well around the conversation around being busy as a badge of honor yeah. why did you why do you believe being busy is is so pedestaled why do you think that is something that people think is such a great thing and why someone yeah. not seeming busy why is that not seen as enough yeah and this is such an interesting question so i think uh i think some of this stems back to um the way that we fill the time of children and I think a lot of it can come back to this idea that you know when there's a gap in programming there's the opportunity for you know whatever to happen so I always think about this I think about it in terms of like schooling and and um you know like we're doing one thing and then we're on to the next thing and then we're on to the next thing and then I think as we come through life we're conditioned to really think that our productivity is connected to our self-worth and our value and that's something that I see a lot when I'm working with clients is that they really derive their value from outside of themselves from what they achieve and build into that is this area of busyness and I, I I really do see that when we add motherhood to that it's like a whole nother layer of that because there's deep beliefs around you know needing to do everything for your children and be everywhere that you need to be and make sure that everything you know is is perfect and organized and controlled and happening and so we can really get into this situation where we feel like you know um we have to be busy our value is connected to how busy we are we wear it as a badge of honor we stand at the school gate and say oh you know i'm so busy this week oh we've got this activity and we've got this happening and the reality is that it's all choice it all comes down to choice and and we choose to believe that our busyness is somehow connected to our value. It's it's part of our badge of honor. And the reality is that we it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because the more we feel we need to be busy, the busier we make ourselves and then the busier we make ourselves, the busier we feel. And then it becomes this beautiful cycle to what I have had happen a couple of times in my life which is just complete burnout. And the reality is that we kind of create that situation for ourselves. And I think, you know, it's not always, it's not always something that we champion in our society for someone to say, hey, I need a break. Like I need to stop. I need to do less. I need to not be committed to six different after-school activities. Um, and when someone does that, often we look at that and think, you know, oh, that's that's funny. Like, mate, you know, is she not coping? And it's like, no, she's just choosing to just do less because if you're running all the time, I have to ask the question, what are you running away from? And I know what I was running away from. I was running away from myself. I was running away from myself. The busier I was, the less I needed to think about whether I was really happy with my life, whether I was really doing what I wanted to do. And Every time I take that little bit of space and just let go of that badge of honor for, for a little bit, the most amazing things have the opportunity to come through. 
just yeah it's just I just find this whole concept so interesting but I think that we attach our self-worth to our productivity sorry it's uh, sorry to interrupt you I just wanted to share that I think this is so important and I think you know the last year or two of people having more time at home with different restrictions on travel and lockdowns and things like that it did force a lot of people to stop and do less but now that restrictions are opening and things it's almost like now it's okay now we've got to catch up for all the things that we did and meet up with all those people we didn't see and do all the things but I really think it's important what you said before that for so many people our productivity equals our self-worth which equals our value and Mm -hmm. so my question to you is if it's not our productivity what should people be basing their self-worth off? Uh, such a good question. I don't know. I'm just nothing interested and like I just yeah. <laughs> I just I don't I would I would argue that basing our self-worth off of anything other than the fact that we are, you know, one in however many billion people and that we were simply just born and, and are on this planet. Like that's what, that's all that matters. Mm. Like our self-worth is really not related to anything other than the fact that we are here, that we are doing whatever it is that we feel called to do. You know, our value is inherent simply in the fact that we were born. Mm. It, It doesn't have to do with what we do or what we say or who we help or you know, I think once we attach our value to anything outside of us, then we put ourselves in the situation that if that thing changes, grows, goes away, disappears, dies, then so too does our value. Mm. I think that's that's so important. And I was thinking about, you know, what is really valuable and what really indicates self-worth is, is your presence with yourself and yes. your honesty with yourself. And I think we do live in a society where the more you do and the more things you achieve, the more you're celebrated. And it's fascinating because I guess being in the personal development world for as long as I have now and having trained and worked with so many people and interviewed lots of different people, it's been really interesting to observe that sometimes the people who are the most successful have the most, um, I want to say, unuseful programs like attached to productivity, attached to needing to do certain things, attached to having to prove something. and, Mm. And, you know, there's a place for that. And I think I don't know about you, but for me, when I first quit my corporate job and went into my business, I really wanted to prove myself. And that motivation was quite powerful for a time. But if that's what your motivation is forever, that can really cause burnout. And as you said, it can cause a disconnect from what's really important and um, and making sure that you've got balance as well, which is different for everyone. But I think this this conversation around doing less and challenging that desire to be acknowledged for all the things you do and maybe just be more if you do less then you can be more and and how would that feel to, to do less but I I do love how you talked about you know the mum who for example stops taking all the kids to the six different after school things people say oh well is she not coping um and it's well actually maybe it's um I'm prioritizing what's most important which is the, the well-being of the person that is organizing it all as well so yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's a super interesting conversation and so let's sort of segue then into because I know it's one of the, the things that you talked about in your book and your book is called align your way and you published it when did you publish it was 
two months ago now? Yes, two yeah. months ago. Congratulations. Yeah. And Thank so you. tell the listeners a bit about your book. Yeah. So throughout 2020, what a year, right? 2020. So for me, March of 2020, not only was that the beginning of the pandemic, um, but it set the stage for a lot of big changes. So I had a lot of things happen in my personal and professional life in that March that basically put me in a position where I was standing on that edge of the cliff and I knew that I either leapt into my business and went all in, fully committed, or I pushed it aside and continued on with the life that I had that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure I was 100% aligned or happy with. And so over 2020, as I made that leap, I really started to dive into what it was that I needed to believe and understand in order to be able to make that transition into business successfully. And I really spent a lot of time working with clients who were mums who were also in that transitional phase. And I really uncovered that there were some key mindsets that when embodied and understood and integrated, they could really help with that transition. They could really help with with making sure that the mindset was actually supporting the strategy and the action that was happening in the business. And so I, you know, experienced that throughout 2020 and I helped other clients with that throughout 2020. And then ultimately towards the end of the year, I felt a very strong calling to turn that into a book. And so the book basically uh, shares a lot of my story from 2020 of the things that, that happened for me and happened for my clients. And it also steps through and shares the four key mindsets that I uncovered and experimented with and explored. I talk about it like a scientist going into their lab. And it's interesting that you guys have the lab program and talk about business as an experiment, because this is really what it was. Basically, I tested out and explored and played with these mindsets for myself. And then I went to work in my lab and experimented with my clients with these as well. And then ultimately, um, you know, put them into the book so that I can have a lot more people have the opportunity to really consider these things. And so it was a lot around time management, a lot of around how we look at money and finances. Uh, I share quite deeply personal pieces of my childhood that set up interesting beliefs around that. And obviously going to NLP Prac um, throughout that year was so helpful in me really understanding and uncovering and piecing together like why it was that I that I thought, you know, certain ways about certain things. So um, that's really what the book is about. And I really wanted to create it to share, to share my story and to share those experiments so that other people could uh, bring those experiments into what they were doing and see those shifts in their mindset as well when it came to just making sure that they've really got that piece in, you know, in place to support them in their business. And I think, um, you know, there's some there's some particular areas where uh, it comes into play a lot for mums. And I really felt like um, there wasn't enough being said about those extra pieces of the challenge. Not that it's a bigger challenge, just that it's a different challenge. And um, I wanted to be able to share the stories of, of how I had worked through that and I had helped clients work through that 
um, through the book. So that's really what what the book is about. It's really about um, creating success through alignment and through a supportive mindset rather than through busy as a badge of honor, rather than, uh, you know, through pushing all the time and doing all the things, um, really bringing it from a place of, of what is my mission and how am I executing on that mission and how am I supporting myself to execute on that mission? Yes, I absolutely love it. And I'm excited to read your book. I've got my copy here. And one of the sentences or paragraphs that did jump out at me is in the last chapter, actually, that it's time to ditch the chasing, no more hustle and hard work just for hard work's sake. And this journey is about cultivating trust in yourself and looking inside instead of outside for the answers to success. And that's, I think, such what comes through in your conversation is I don't know about you, but I feel like having your own business is such a powerful personal development journey. I mean, mm. you and I, we're personal development junkies, obviously, but yeah. having a business is like signing up for the for the super class, right? Uh, and, and I do think that the formula, the business formula that you talk about being 80% mindset, 10% strategy and 10% support. I think that's so important because I think a lot of different business places will say it's 80% mindset, 20% strategy, but I love that you actually carve that down into 10% strategy and 10% support. Because I think when people have that support and they have the right mindset, then they'll find out the strategy, they'll figure out the way. And I do think there's um, you know, a lot of emphasis on the strategy where it's the other things that really help bring things into alignment. So yeah, your book, Align Mm. Your Way, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for people to get their copy. And I want to say congratulations because writing a book is also something that less than 1% of all people in the world do, but Mm. a lot of people say they want to write a book. So congratulations for writing your book. And uh, I know how, you know, although we're not attaching our worth to achievements, I know what a meaningful achievement that actually is. Uh, because it is such a, a beautiful challenge as well. So mm, yeah, yeah, it it was. And it was it I say to people all the time, writing the book itself was was another piece of the personal development journey. Mm. Um it it it's quite quite a journey to to write your story and to put it in hard copy and to have it out there for people to read. Um but I, I really do think like that support piece, that 10% support piece is so, so important in business. Um, and it, and definitely as I was making the transition, it was lonely. Like I felt very, very much like I was out on a limb or by myself. And so if you're out there thinking that or wanting to be on that limb, wanting to take that leap, um, you do not have to be out on that limb by yourself. Um, support can come in all ways, shapes and forms. And, and as you said, having those pieces in play, that is the difference between chasing every strategy and every shiny object and knowing what is actually right and true for you and trusting yourself to make decisions. Definitely, definitely. And I think coming back to one of the things that you talked about before you finished up your previous career and went into what you're doing you Mm. talked about your security disappearing I feel like Mm. for a lot of people in the last year or two that perceived security that an employer provides is now not so secure Mm. and that has caused people to go okay well if I thought this branch was pretty secure maybe now I'll take that step out on that limb on that little tweak because that is at least something I can build and grow and nurture myself and to me that is 
a lot more secure. So yeah, thank you for, for that kind of realization as well. I love, and I love that, that reframe because I really do honestly, um, you know, I had to have a massive health crisis to realize that the, the security was an illusion. And I definitely think that, that the pandemic has probably done the same thing and made a lot of people realize that, that what they perceive to be secure is an illusion. And, and in the end, unfortunately, security in and of itself is an illusion because anything can happen in any given moment, right? So it's really about cultivating for ourselves a trust that no matter what does happen, we will actually be okay. Yes, definitely. Well, I think that is a perfect place to pause this conversation and encourage our listeners to reach out to you. I know you're on socials. I'm going to put all your links in the show notes as well. And you are available for one-on-one coaching and you regularly do launches as well for your trainings as well. So definitely recommend people to reach out to Caroline and connect with her. You are such a beautiful light in this world. So thank you for sharing your journey and also your knowledge and your wisdom with the listeners. Thank you so much for having me, Juliet. It's been such a pleasure. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.